All right, welcome everybody. We are live on the Cantina MX podcast. Joel and I are going to uh, podcast while we're watching the Mexico Paraguay game, which is already two zero. How's it going, Juan? Pretty good. Enjoying the game. Uh, I could tell right away that the that the wasting no time and winning over the Tricolor faithful. Cinco goles in two games. <clears throat> Pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah, on paper. <laughs> it, yeah, it was true. Well, true, true. But, I mean. Well, so far, I mean. What I, more? I, I, what more? Yeah, yeah but we're was, talking the, about the chili, what? Chili. The chili game. The chili game was good. This one so far has been really bad defense and uh, on part of the Paraguayans. Yes, but, but you know the saying, goles son amores. And five goals in two games. I don't think people are gonna have any problems with that. Uh, and and these are two rivals that, you know, they're they're traditionally strong, strong opponents. I mean, and you know, these 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 might not be their their full squads, but it's it's the same, the same with Mexico as far as they're all starting a new, you know, like nuevo proceso. New cycles with with coaches and 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 younger players coming in. Yeah. <coughs> um, yeah, I think uh, this reminds me of uh, uh, John. <laughs> John tweeted out something that sort of applies because uh, everyone's. Five goals, people see that, and Mexico fans, of course, are going to be very happy. Um, but it reminds me of what John tweeted when he said that, uh, uh, well, apparently, I guess the, the, U, the U18s aren't doing very well. Yes. And, and someone tweeted out that, uh, well, that doesn't really matter because youth, youth results don't really matter. What matters is when the youth players make it to the senior team. That, that was Tom El Numeritos Harrison. Yeah, Tom Harrison when, said that, and that's, and that that's works, a good he, he works at uh, no, no, just just to further. Uh, yeah, go ahead. He he works at for Santos Club Santos, and he does uh, stats. Yep. Not not sure in what way she perform. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll have him soon so he can explain his job. And we've had him here before. Yeah. So uh, this Tom Harrison is uh, otro inglés, the other Tom, who uh, are now in Mexico covering. Liga MX. You could give him a follow on Twitter. <clears throat> yeah, and uh yeah, so so he tweeted that out and but it goes both ways. Because when Mexico when the youth teams like Gio and Vela won, a lot of Mexicans celebrated like crazy. So you could say that same statement. That win in the World Cup doesn't matter. It needs to pan out into the into the uh Yes. And to the senior team. And the same with Carlos Fierro and his, and his team who beat Germany in their, uh, was it the Pan yeah, American that, games? There was a, no, no, Germany, I don't think Germany would play Pan American. Uh, they played the Olympics 2011. Oh, so yeah, it was, yeah, it was Olympics. The Olympics what, what, what are you drinking there? <laughs> I might share <laughs> some of the that. Because they, they won the Pan Americans <laughs> as well. Mexico won the they Pan did. Americans. They at did. The same, I think it was the same year or the year, year separate. Yeah. Well, I mean, Fierro, Carlitos Fierro, he gets a lot of hate. 
he did not turn out to be the next Chicharro, for example, because it was around that time Chicharro was in England, rompiéndola, as they say. Yeah. And so people were expecting uh, Fierro to be next in line, and he didn't. He didn't. Um, he didn't have a career like that. But to call him a fracaso, I think that's a bit of a stretch. Uh, certainly, he wasn't amongst the best, but the amount of players that actually get to make it to first division or to have a pro career. It's like what one percent or less than one percent, and yeah, and the ones that get, yeah, and then to have a long career even, because I mean you know we're talking about 2011 when he was with the U17, and we're in 2019, so that's 18. I mean, I mean we're in 2019. That's eight years. It's been eight years. So he's what? He's like in his mid 20s, late. Late twenties. Yeah. So my my point is that he makes that statement sort of, you know, downplaying the bad results that Mexico the Mexico youth team is having. But we should also, you know, not not go full blown and expect huge results just because Gio and Vela won the U seventeen or Carlos Fierro won the World Cup and all this stuff. Um, we need to make that same statement and say those those wins and those championships on the youth level don't mean anything. It's what happens in the senior level. But I don't know if anyone actually does that. Everyone's too busy going to celebrate. And, you know, they're happy to see that kind of stuff. And they're waiting for senior team um, success to come. Um, so don't just, like, so what I'm saying is, like, don't just excuse failures and then celebrate victories and expect something from victories. you got to be level-headed in both in both aspects. It's it's true. It's true. I agree. But but at the youth level, it's it's very tricky always because yeah. uh, Portugal, for example, had that golden generation, uh, the under twenties when they had uh, Rui Figo and company, and and that team didn't didn't really do much as as was expected of them at the senior level. So I mean it's it's pretty tricky and sometimes there's other factors they weigh in. So I, I don't think uh, I guess if we could if we've learned something from '05 and when they when Mexico won its first under 17 championship and then 2011 is is you know not to put too much stock because I remember after the the '05 for the under 17 the media. The media was calling them the golden generation. And I know it was, it was a bit of copying Portugal, but Portugal was winning at the under 20 level, uh, much older, closer to, you know, 23, closer to where they're already professionals playing in first division team, supposed to under 17 where majority of kids won't, won't, um, won't get, won't even make it to a first division team. Yeah. So, so my, my, my views on the start of this game, I guess, is Mexico's been fortunate on these defensive mistakes. I guess Paraguay is, you know, trying to make, make it up. They, they've had a little bit of possession, but, uh, let's see what, I didn't get to watch the, the Chile game. I was in doing stuff and Chile versus to, US. That uh, well, game was played that. earlier. It ended 1-1. Yeah. Pulisic. 
scored for the his, they scored their early goals. Uh, Pulisic took the lead for the U.S. four minutes one. in, and then uh, some weird that. sounding guy Osoro something tied it in the ninth, and that's yeah. how it stayed. Uh, that, but was a, I, that was a legit goal right there. <laughs> but you know, talking about uh, defensive mistakes, that's that's I mean, but you want your team to be able to capitalize on that. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, and how many times has Mexico lost games where the other team did just that, you know? They took advantage of a mistake and they, they punished us for it. So, I mean, uh, and just going off of something that that John was saying yesterday in, in the podcast, uh, you know, uh, Mexico being dangerous in the counter, and I think we're seeing these two things right now under Tata, a team that, well, at least early on, I know it's still too early to tell, but but if, if these two games are any indication, uh, having a good counter and capitalizing on, on, on the, oost, just talking about capitalizing, 3-0. Yeah, you're behind. 3-0, so. so <laughs> you're behind, man. Oh, I'm behind. I'm watching it on um, Uni, Univision. What what are you watching it on? Uh, yeah, the same thing. Oh, you know but what? You know, you know what? Oh, fast forwarded or something. I I, I I did uh, rewind it because I I wanted yeah. to see the Jonah goal. <laughs> uh, so when you said go, I don't know what you were talking about. Um. Yeah, I figured. Ouch! I this want was... to see who got this assist. Who did? The, is this Eric Diaz's number? Uh, that that's the guy who made the play, man. What what is this guy who? What guy? 20, 25. Who's 25? Is that Eddie, Eddie uh, Gutierrez? I don't know, but Jonah was with the assist. So Jonah, goal and an assist. And Chicharro uh, right here. Was... Still, you... Did... He... Oh, it's 20. 29, was it Linus? I don't know. I don't know, Chiquis, but it's six goals already in two games. And uh, I know fans already... Extend Tata's contract for four more years. <laughs> Jeez. At, at least until the team loses, and then it's fire him. Yeah, John was getting some. John was getting some heat on uh for the rotation a, comment. For the rotation, yeah, they they thought it was me, man. They they, they, they everyone was ragging on me and stuff, saying it was me that tweeted that. I was like, man, that uh, ain't you, me. You, you guys need to uh, maybe put a little like uh, kind of tag your name there. We usually do, but uh. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. Uh, cheekies, yeah. No, you know what? Well, yeah, that, that, I guess he's not here. Hopefully he joins us later. Yon can, can explain his stance. But the whole thing with, is that he's saying that, um, that does not get any criticism for, for changing up the whole squad from the Chile game to the Paraguay game. And he's saying that because he's Argentine compared to JCO. And I'm going on a limb and say that he was just joking. He said it in jest. I'm going to say that JCO caught a lot of heat for his rotations because he was doing them during tournaments. Basically, he always did them and yeah. he never settled. He never settled like on a, on a squad that, that, that you know that if it was a big match, those were the guys that were going to be there and who was going to hold what spot. 
And, and, uh, yeah, so I remember, cause I, I never had anything against the whole rotation thing, cause I, it just had never been done. And, and I couldn't judge, uh, you know, on, on if it was going to be good or bad. But I remember during the Copa America Centenario and just, you know, the team had beaten Uruguay, but it still looked bad. It was a 3-1 win, but the team had looked bad. Uh, they, they were playing Uruguay that was with a man down. And and there was, like, good good parts of the game where Uruguay would dominate or create chances. And I was like, okay, we need work. And then there was that match against um, against Jamaica and then also Venezuela. I don't know if I'm getting them in order, but his constant movement, I was like, this this team has not improved. If, if you're doing these rotations and you're telling me that, you know, it's it's benefiting the team, I'm just not seeing it. And Mexico had gotten lucky against both those teams. Where, yeah, where they struggled. Till we, we, we saw the meltdown finally against Chile. Yeah. Where it was like... But cor- correct me if I'm wrong, and John, I think, is on also... Um, no, ro- that's ro- correct. <laughs> rotations, uh, rotations were complained about with JCO, even in friendlies though, weren't they? they People were. were complaining, like, cause they wanted the team to gel. They wanted a, a core team to gel, and they were complaining, even in friendlies, that Mexico, that JCO was doing rotations. Whereas in this case, they're sort of saying, okay, we need to experiment with, or Tata needs to experiment with players, and it's okay that he does, you know, some rotations, uh, Chicharito well, can play to, one. He needs to see the players, he's too. You know, yeah. well, Piojo, when he had after the World Cup and he had his friendlies, he did he did the exact same thing. I mean, he'd, he'd have one starting eleven for one and one starting eleven for another. And you know, frankly, I mean, that's that's I mean, that's really what, what you should be doing. But you know, like we talked about last night uh, on the Cantina Mekis podcast, we uh, discussed that. That me that you know Miguel Osorio you know you know what whatever whatever he whatever he did what, what whatever position he took the press was just going to trash it one way or another I mean there were there were he he did not have many friends in the press at all and uh, it was it was unfortunate it just so so anything he did was just was just magnified to ridiculous lengths and and again and, yeah it was just uh, it was just a very unfortunate uh, very unfortunate situation for everyone involved that people would react like that. So, but I got to tell you, I'm really happy for Jonathan Dos Santos, man. He is, uh, uh, you know, I think that he's, 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 you know, he plays in a position where, you know, you really don't really start coming to your own until like, you know, your, you know, late twenties, early thirties. And, uh, you know, he's, he's one guy that I think he had, he not followed Giovanni to LA Galaxy. He, he pretty much could play anywhere he wanted, I think. And uh, he's having a he's having a really good game tonight uh, for for Mexico. So good for him. Yeah, that was a good uh, good hustle on this. Uh, yeah, and then uh, on the on the field notice, but on the uh, replay when uh, I think I rewind it when uh, Chicharito scored and he's there, you know, does a little whatever dance that is that he's doing now. Chicky, uh, you're 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 more tapped into video game culture. Is that is that a video game thing that Chicharito's doing? Which one did he dance? Oh, I didn't see it. It's like he scores and then he like he starts stomping, like 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 gigantic stomps. 
Oh. Anyway, yeah, so, so, so so he so he does that, and then they show the replay, and and Jonathan comes up and hugs him, and she turns to him and goes, "He said, no man, miss. It was it was really because <laughs> he was the one that gave him that unbelievably good pass for Chicharito to just push it. He didn't have to shoot; he just pushed it into the net with his foot. Just a just a yeah. brilliant uh, brilliant play." It was uh I was telling Halal it was uh it was Eddie Gutierrez that recovered and he was he was getting pressured and he, and he got the pass to Jonathan for that for that assist, which I was really impressed with that. So so you were impressed with the hockey assist and that was uh yeah. the whole play the whole play was good. The whole play was good. It was, it was yeah, the, the, you know, Tata has no shortage of uh of players uh, I think that that's you know, no one no one is gonna deny that. Yeah, that was a good play. Let me see what. Let me see this dance he does. Well, he got his goal because he had his goal called off in the match against Chile. Um, And he had just gotten married, and I think he had one of those shotgun weddings. Um, oh yeah, because his, his lady's pregnant, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, he's having a boy. He he Instagrammed. He Instagrammed the whatever that's called. <laughs> Sonogram. I don't know what it's called. Um, but he had scored a goal and it got called off, and so he's he finally got his, and uh, he's making it really difficult to catch up. I see he's the all-time leading goal scorer. No, it's. Uh, I mean, he's. You know, the, the, this, this, this. I don't. This, I don't give a fuck. Virgin Chicharito is frankly, kind of cool. <laughs> it's just a different. Uh, it's a, it's a different mindset from him, and I, I like it. Well, I'm liking this team so far. I know it's too early to tell, but I like what I see, Yod. They, uh, I mean, they're certainly. Uh, it's uh, it's going to be a pretty startling uh, indictment on uh, on the previous guy if the if the guy with the same players gets gets better results, but. What are you gonna do? If I'm not mistaken, Hoyle, I don't think uh, I don't think Mexico ever beat anybody by more than four goals in the in the entirety of the Osorio. No. Yeah, there, I, were, I, there were comfortable victories, though. And if it did, if it did, I think it was not any like known rival, like a, a strong rival. Right. Uh, I said, I said, like I said, had said yesterday. Well, you reminded me. He seemed more worried about how the other team was gonna play. That always seemed to be his thing. Try to outdo the other team by trying to figure out, you know, try to figure out their tactics and then where to cut him off. Where, which, as you said, is how he shit the bed against Sweden. Instead of having Mexico play their best. You know, 
ha- having his best players and where they had been doing performing the best, he he altered it all up trying to you know trying to win the tactical game. Yeah, I mean that is true, but he had a couple of uh, you know. Uh, I mean, to me, the, the 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 thing that absolutely changed the game completely was the the yellow card that they gave Gallardo, like in the first thirty seconds of the match. You know, and all he did was foul a guy. I mean, it was just a foul. You know, it wasn't anything. Uh, uh, you know, he didn't like, you know, chop a guy down. He just fouled them. I mean, you know, he was. It was just a foul, you know. Just it just happened, and you know, it was, it was you know definitely not yellow card worthy, and that just that really made all the defenders, particularly him, gun shy. And it just yeah, it just it, it, it was a a rickety start, and then Vela had a chance to score a goal, and he missed it. And uh, yeah, Mexico just uh, you know I know a lot of people want to blame Edson Alvarez for for a couple of those goals, but you know on the first one, you know he's he's a uh, I forget what position he was playing that day, but he was not supposed to be covering the the other team's wing back. You know, that was Layu because Layu was the midfielder. That was his responsibility. And if y'all remember the goal, I mean, it was just kind of a ricochet and Layu is 10 yards away from this guy, you know, standing outside the box and this guy's in the six. And, uh, you know, how's that? That's his fault. And, uh, you know, the other one was an autogoro, which is just bad luck. But yeah, just it's... Uh, I, I thought it was a, a little unwarranted the criticism that Alvarez received, and frankly, uh, you know, he's the only one that's uh, that's uh, repeating here uh, tonight, which tells me that uh, that that Martino has big, big plans for Edson Alvarez, and it wouldn't surprise me that at the end of the summer, if, if this guy isn't wearing the captain's armband. Well, Alvarez captain's armband. How old is he? He is uh, twenty. Was he twenty? Is he twenty-one or twenty-two? Well, well, whenever it happens, it's going to happen. He is going to be the he is the future captain. Oh, oh future captain! I thought you said like he's going to get it soon. Well, yeah, it, I could, I could it, see it, him. It, no, it, honestly, it wouldn't shock me. It would not shock no. me. Yeah, you're right. Marcus had it at a young age. Yeah, Marcus was 23 uh, when he had it. Yeah, no, I I, I agree right there. Uh, I think Edson does have he have the qualities. Yeah, he has, I mean, and then we were saying yesterday. In, as a Chi Armano, I have to lament it one more time. <laughs> We're looking at some, it's going to be some America players there is a lot guiding of, this team into the next World Cup cycle. There is a lot of crema on this. Se pasan de crema. Yeah, these tacos, yeah. Le están poniendo la crema a este taco, that's for that. I need you to step it up so we can have a descremada, but uh, I don't see that happening anytime soon. Oh, well. You know, you know very well that you need Chivas to have a descremada. <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyway, so I do, I do think he's gonna. And, and frankly, Edson Alvarez to me is a player that that if if, if he if he does go to Europe, I'm not saying he will, but if he does, he's gonna be like Rafa, and he's gonna go to, you know, a, a really good team in a in a smaller league first, and then make a jump to a gigantic team. He, I think he's that talented. He's gonna to go to like a, you know, like a like a uh, you know PSG, or a, you know like a like a Borussia Dortmund, you know, a team like that, and then and then make the jump to, you know, a Liverpool or something. I mean, it's it, it's gonna happen. This could have some talent. 
but but to me it, it would be a complete waste for him if like if he goes over here and plays for you know Getafe. What's the point? This might just yeah. Personal yeah, playing time is the best right now. Not just playing time, but if it's also like one of the one of the key players for for the team. Right. Uh, and even if he could be like a captain for that team, well, where he's, he's at. When Oliva retires, I'm pretty sure that this guy's going to be America's captain. It, it only matters. <sighs> you know, and frankly, he could stay in America and have a very a very good career. But I think that he he has. His talent ex- exceeds the uh, his. Uh, <clears throat> he has outgrown his uh, his uh, rancho. Is what I'm trying to say. Oh man, you're, what are you calling uh, America team the rancho chico? Um, no, I'm not calling America team the rancho chico by any means. They you have, can... they, have a, yeah, they have a rancho grande allá, allá por <laughs> donde vivía. There's no question. But and Tata's promoting this guy too. It's like talking about telling which players should be in Europe, which which players are yeah are capable and not. It's almost like he's you know he's the promoter, one of the promoters. But I think this whole squad, any of those players, except maybe for Chaka, but I would say ninety percent of this team could easily go to Europe. I mean, and and again, we, we were talking about this yesterday. Um, going to Europe's no big deal, you know. It's just being in the right team, being in the right with the right coach and the right teammates. Right. I mean, I mean, Jonathan had a, you know, if anybody had a, you know, Mexico did okay in the Confederations Cup, uh, but but the one player who I thought had the, had the best tournament by far was Jonathan Los Santos, and you know, I, I mean, like I said, I think that he has he is another one who has a talent. He can play anywhere he wants in the world, and he would start. Oh, that's a great path, and he would, uh, you know, and he would do very well. And, um, you know, it's just, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that, that he and his brother had that, you know, the, what's the, you know, the codependency, it seems like. Um, but, you know, that, again, that's fine. There's, I mean, there's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But, uh, you know, he's just another one that I thought obviously has always had the talent. And he proved it, you know, that, that, that had the talent to go play. Wherever he's just a, just a very elegant player. Look at look at man. Paraguay is playing horrible. Are they playing horrible, or is Mexico just looking, just making them look bad? Chiquis, why are you taking credit away from from Tata, man? Yeah, because Chiquis Chiquis has a hard time <laughs> giving credit to anything. No, I call I call I call it how it is. Check this. Paraguay pass that just went into nowhere. Well, they they see like the dude in the black jersey. Are they wearing black or green? I I can't tell. It's black. I'm somewhat colorblind. Yeah, well, they see the tricolor jersey rushing at them. Cheekies, what do you think? They panic. They're scared. They're intimidated by the (laughs) stature and and the flexing of such players. You know, that's (laughs) a month. You know, we always talk about the America game. That the Mexico beat uh, Paraguay 6-0, but Tata Martino took Paraguay to the Azteca for a friendly and won. And then, yeah, that was before, right? That was before the before Copa America. America. Yeah, so he was the first person to win at the Azteca since the Azteca, the original Azteca. Yeah, it was a friendly though, but he did. He had not seen that. Wait, since Azteca, I think it was the first defeat since about 1984. 
They played Atletico de Madrid, if I'm not mistaken. Right. In some, sometime in the 80s. No, it wasn't. That was 91. You talking about the one with big fight? No, I think it had Luis Garcia. Where was yeah, it? Yeah, that was 1991. Oof. Okay. They just they just pegged they just pegged Tata with the ball. <laughs> Wait, but was that a defeat or? What? <laughs> I can't no, remember. Uh, all I remember is the fight. No, then I don't think that was because I, I think it was like like if if my calculations, <laughs> I have to check. I have to check, but I think it was 1984 uh, when Mexico <laughs> had <laughs> they knocked his glasses out. Man, that hurts. Oh, no. And he took it with a smile. See, there's just no hating this guy. No, it was just it was just a throne, though. <laughs> oh, it, it was like, a ball boy. Oh, it sounds like it sounds like you have a little crush. I am, I am. He's winning me over, man. He's, he's winning me over the way Mati never was able to. <laughs> so, so two, two games in, yes, yes. Ya estás enamorado. A wink and a smile, and that's all it took. No, I just like the dude. Like, like, I, um, so far, you know, like, just the, the things he talks about, you know, the way, the way he, he goes about, he, he's been dealing with the media and pretty much. <clears throat> he's very pragmatic. I, I just, he doesn't fall in the traps that, that the media set for him. But on the other hand, he doesn't shy away from. Oh, he's man, está sangrando el tata. Oh, he is. See, oh, he, wow. he's bleeding for the team That's right. already. <laughs> he's, he's uh, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, so, no, and also he's not like you know he could be like agrandado, you know, like like yeah. La Volpe could be at times, and he could he could do it if he wanted to and pull it off, but he's he's very humble. That, that's. I'll say that's one thing I like about him. Well, you know, he he can be a little aggressive with because uh, I watch the press. But you're right, though, like 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 he picks his spots. He, you know, La Volpe was just you know, anytime they would ask him any kind of confrontational question, he would confront. You know, that's just who he was. Data confronts, but 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 Data is, uh, you know, he's like a he does the rope a dope and then he just kind of lays you know then he kind of you know he, he brings it as a surprise it's not a sledgehammer for him it's uh you know it's uh, he's he's more subtle in the, in the way that he does it but he does do it occasionally uh, so it's, it's, uh, it's half well la volpe is different though la volpe had an ego and he was really right. defensive and protecting That's what I mean. it yeah he was, he tata was is, yeah. yeah tata i think i agree with well i, I will agree with Hoyle and say that he is he is humble um, but I like that he's like strict. Like I like I like how he came out with uh, um, with Tecatito, even though it, you know things might be bad for that. If you know for the, especially for those who want to see Tecatito back on the team. But I like that I like the 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 strictness that he shows. Yeah, because well, that was that was yeah two things. Because then he he called out. Uh... He called out the Catito's team. It's Porto. He called them out again. Right. And he says, I want to know who speak with the Federation. And when, you know, he's, he wants proof. He's like, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that, that was pretty good. And he said how he gave, he, uh, yeah, that's what I was talking about the shotgun wedding for Cheech. Cause he was saying how he, um, he gave him permission before the match. I don't know if it was the day before, and they sent someone from the Federacion to go with him. So I don't know if he just went, but but I mean, if he got married here, Yon, 
is he getting a marriage license in the U.S.? That John is is that any hint? He might be arriving in L.A. anytime. Well, he could bring he can bring a uh, a uh, a priest or whatever from England or do from, the ceremony or, over or there from or from Guadalajara. Yeah. <laughs> He, I feel, and he's he's gonna be in LA, John. Well, he did it, in, it. He did it in San Diego. So. No, I know because that's that's where on, he was at. Honestly, but. honestly, Juan, I, I just I I don't think that LA is. Uh, I think that that's gonna be too many too many cocineros of Chichens up there. Uh, Austin, uh, John John is in in the Austin camp. He's going to that's Austin right. FC. That's right. <laughs> If he's, if he's gonna, if he's gonna, if he's gonna come up, he's gonna come. Man, Cheech, Cheech doesn't eat fish tacos. Man, he's a he's a barbecue man. Come on, Joel. <laughs> yeah, I, so I just, I just, I needed right. to be sure. So he Our did get married he, here he in the states. He did. He did. He did. He got, he, but he didn't get married in Los Angeles. He got married in, uh, you know, in uh, in La Jolla. San Diego, but it's still in in the U.S. and uh, marriage license in the U.S. And then probably. Really He's probably gonna spawn his kid over here too. If his kid's born here, nah, his kid, his kid'll be. Uh, it's gonna be someone. You, so you think you think teacher's gonna have a an anchor baby here in the U.S.? Pretty yes, yes, I'm pretty sure, man. He's gonna. I'm telling you, I've seen it already. I looked at the crystal ball, Walter Mercado style. He's pushing a stroller in Brentwood, nah. right next, right next to Vela. Nah, he's gonna going, be, he's gonna be going over to Jonah's house for. He's gonna be in Pemberton Heights. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna be pushing the straw. Actually, he can live in downtown Austin. <laughs> he's and, going what to that Austin team? Yeah, he's got that funny looking tree. What what is that tree logo? I don't get it. Uh, broccoli. It's a broccoli. It's <laughs> like a broccoli. It's supposed <laughs> to be a, a, a Texas live oak. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's. I mean, I would understand it if, if, if you know, for you know, for years, also, you know, the, the oaks and the trees. It's, uh, you know, it is what it, you know, it's, it's, it, it's, it's symbol. But, 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 you know, the reality is, Austin really doesn't have any kind of, any kind of natural symbols or anything like that. So that's why. No, I no guns and a hat, una tejana y dos, no. yeah, man, two revolvers. Is, no. Austin is so different than the rest of the state. <laughs> una culebra, with a, you know, something. Chuck Norris, yeah, a, like Texas a, a Ranger. Hipster, a hipster in skinny jeans uh, would be in Austin. Uh, Chuck Norris, dude. Why, why do you want sandals? Wearing sandals. <laughs> wearing sandals with a beard and going going this going to buy uh, some expensive burger in uh, downtown. That's right. At, at Hot Bodies. Hey. For $15. It's like if I want a $15 burger chicken, you know what I do? I order room service. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are you are you are you at your hotel, Yon? No, I'm at your sister's house. You could run up the tab with room service. No, when I when I pay for the hotel, I don't I don't order room service. But when I'm even it's 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 just so funny, Yon. Is it no matter what it is that you go, you, if you ever do order room service, it's always gonna like even if it's like a, like a ten dollar whatever, it, it always ends up being thirty bucks. It's like. It, 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 it's it's just this rule. Have you ever noticed that Chiki's whatever it is, you get a club sandwich and a Coke, right? And it always ends up being because you have to pay 
the the service charge and the this and the that, and then the guy wants a tip on top of everything else. Oh yeah, he's like, you already got a tip. Yeah, have you have you used the uh, uh, what is it? Uber Eats. Uh, I haven't used Uber Eats, but I used like Grubhub and uh, I forget what the other one is. DoorDash. Yeah, that's but, a little uh, bit better. But you know, because I, I, I live in Longo Vista now. We don't get the DoorDash or the Grubhub, so we actually have to we have to cook our own meals. Oh, oh my god! Hey, real quick, uh, saludos to the chat. We have Lou, Christian, who's elbow, uh, Daniel A. Codazos on the chat. Yeah, Codazos on the chat. Daniel A says I'm salty. Uh, Christian <laughs> says that that is true. Christian that says is- that Cheech wants uh, he thinks Cheech wants to play with Vela. So, uh, they don't like each other. You say what? Oh. No se lleva, man. No se lleva. <laughs> I, I disagree. No se lleva, man. You can I, always tell. I disagree that with that. Friction. There's friction between them. And no, I think no. It's one of the reasons why Vela always had the problem with Chivas. I think, I think, I think, I think one, of them was, one of them was clavando one of the other one's girlfriends. Is what I oh, think. no. This is, no se lleva, this is Joan man. just throwing salt. He's no throwing shade. Lleva. I don't know those no, points, but that's not you know, true. But, if anything, I could see Cheech being his being his MLS rival at the at at at, at the other at the other new team in the West. <laughs> El Tree. El Tree. You know, and then if I get to and if I get to produce the games for Austin FC, you know, I'd have to I'd have to interview Chicharito. Oye, oye, Javier. But I'd interview him in English, though. Ask who that the, guy, who that bald guy is. Who was <laughs> the game at the Coliseum? Uh, I think LAFC sponsored a game. I mean, you know, a, a selection game. Yeah, it, at was, the it was the one that I went to with you. They had the big tifo that yes. LAFC had. Of, it says LA Heart Chicharito. Yes, see, see that Chicharito doesn't. He's not forgotten that. Dude, all we got, all we got to do is send him a pounder. Just send him a pounder brisket. Some, you know, a couple of licks of sausage. <clears throat> he, look, he's gonna further his wifey's career, and it's she's like she's she's like an Instagram. Uh, I don't know how you say this word, thought. An, an influencer. <laughs> she's like, yeah, and then right here, LA, that's she's gonna can, be at the you, Dodger you game, can, sitting next to J Lo. Don't think that you can you can Instagram Instagram influence in Austin. Not can, not like LA, where you 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 could hit up the sites with the. With with the movie stars and whatnot, and uh, LASC has Will Ferrell, so she he could like, you know, arrange a couple things. Hey man, the city of Austin has a Cantina Mickey's podcast. How how better? How, how much better? <laughs> well, unless she's she's like people. a panelist, but uh, no, I I I, I could see him over here. You know, speaking of panelists, we, uh, we, 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 we apparently have invited, uh, Sergio to come on the show at some time. He's been here before. He's been on the show? Yes, sir. We were as talking, a, uh, as a panelist or as, or as a caller? I don't remember because, uh, Chiquis is the one that, but he was in for a while. It was, it was, He had, he had, you know, he was in the hot seat. 
you know, I vaguely, well, he needs to be, we need to have, we need to have some, some, uh, some cemento on the show at some point. They, they've been turning us down. One, one cementero ran all the way to Malaysia. Right. Doesn't want to know anything about football right now. He's probably into Buddhism. Well, you know, if, <laughs> trying if to get the frustasul washed out. That's right. And, uh, metalero. Tio Metalero keeps it. Circle, circle things to, to, to get all the Cusasul off of him. <laughs> Tio Metalero keeps dodging us. Uh, so we haven't found a brave soul, uh, a Makina supporter that would just come here. And you know what? We're not even, we're not even trying to clown. No, I, 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 mean, <laughs> I, I like Cusasul. You know, it's, uh, you know, I'm, I've, I've been, you know, we, we wanted to have, you think that, you know, after last year making the final, that that would, you know, would kind of bring them out of their, I guess they had to win it to kind of bring them out of their shell. But I mean, still, I mean, that was after, you know, you know, a couple, a couple of un, very uncrucified, you know, there's, there's no shame in being a crucified fan. Crucified. And again, it's something we've talked about on the show a lot. I mean, they have for 40 going on 50 years have been probably Mexico's most consistent club team, period. I mean, they haven't won championships. I get that. But yeah, I, I think they were, and, and I think America surpassed them. Oh, stop it! Just stop it, Jorge. No, but they're they're right up there. I mean, well, no, of course I mean America's one of them too. I mean, you know, honestly, it's you know, if you want to talk consistency over the past twenty, thirty years, it's it's been it's been Cruz Azul, it's been America, and it's been uh, Santos. Those have been the three most consistent teams in in the Americas, without question. Yeah, going that far up, back. I gotta bring up yeah. Tigres though. No, but not 20 years. They're more like 10 years. Yeah, exactly. Tigres, is, I mean, Tigres was just, they've been the biggest, you know, consistently the biggest disappointment. Same with Monterrey. They were, both were just terrible. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, they sucked. The word. Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 I mean, you would agree with me on this. Yon. Underachievers, just perennial <laughs> underachievers, both of those. Yes. Yes. No, but at, but at one point, the Clásico Norteño, it was basically played to see who was the least worst team. That's right. That was, well, the, the, worst that was the bragging rights. Was that we beat both, you, so you... you know they spent so much money on players, but they would always miss. You know, just it was. You know, they had a couple of guys here and there, but you know, I mean, that's why when 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 Chupete went to Guantanamo, I was telling you know a friend of mine was you know a Chilean friend, like, dude, that's like the worst team we can go to. That's where good players go to die, is is, is when they go to Monterrey because it, you know I guess it's because they party so much. It's such a you know it's such a great party town. That's what interesting. I, I didn't get that no, no, vibe, though, man. Because no, you had Chupete, you had, uh, who's that Argentinian dude, that Mexican Argentinian? You had Guille, Franco, and then yeah. uh, Gaitan was with, with Tigres. Uh, so they had some good players back in the day. I mean, this wasn't too far back. But... Was, was this guy the, who's, he's a runaway pedophile now. Um, <laughs> what was his name? Uh, Cabrito Arellano, man. I oh, think yeah. he was with the team, too, and he was really good. He, he's on the run. He's on the run right now. He tried to get Jiggy with his sobrina or something. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> and then he disappeared. He fled. He must be in the mountains or something. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, like that TV show, Naked and Afraid. Naked and Afraid is the other podcast we do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so I was going to podcast from the shower, but uh, you were, 
You're taking a sponge I was afraid of getting electrocuted, and then you put the the cup. You covered your eyes and with the monkey emoji. <laughs> no, but but yeah, Monterrey. Go, going back, you were saying you know, it was, but but that Chupete team. That that's when that's around the time they started winning. They had Pasarela and then Buse, and that's when they they turned it around. But was that like around this time FEMSA came in, right? Well, I can't, I don't know specifically when FEMSA uh, took over. I thought it was a lot sooner, a lot a lot more, a lot earlier than that. I thought it was uh, not as. Uh, I mean, I think they, they've been with them for a lot for for a bit. Yeah, they'd have him for. I mean, Ron would be the one to ask that question. But uh, no, but I mean, Chupeta obviously ended up being really good, and they ended up, you know, winning what seven trophies or whatever it was in four years. So they had a, they had a good little spot there, and uh, you know, they've they've since then have been a team to, you know, that that that, that that's been in the in, in the hunt. But again, that's only been ten years. I mean, you know, if you go back ten years, you can say Tigres and. Um, Monterrey, obviously, you know, America, you know, Leon even, you know, it's uh, over the past five years at least. But then when you go 20 years, you have to bring the Cruz Azul. I mean, I'd love to say Pumas and Chivas, but the, the reality is that they, they haven't been. Well, they've had their moments, but they haven't been as consistent. Pumas has been a little more consistent than Chivas as far as uh, making the ES. But, uh, but I mean, outside of, uh, of Cruz Azul and uh, America and Santos, I mean, name it, name another team that has that has consistently made the playoffs for the past twenty five years, as much as those teams have, and you just you can't. Looks like uh, Brizuela might be coming in. The, the third teamer, Brizuela, coming in. The the only Chiva that gets called up, and he's like, oh, third, he's been doing good. For, he's been doing good for Chivas lately. Who's he coming? Is he coming in for Lainez? Or for because oh. I, don't, I don't think Lainez had a particularly good first half. I think he's a little out of position there on the wing. I think that he's more of a he's more of a guy that plays in the middle. Okay, I got it. I got it. Um, they got it in FEMSA took over in 1997. Yeah. I knew they took over, and this is one thing that I'm gonna say now. One of the few things you could be proud of. <laughs> Uh, we're one of the few, probably only in the English podcast that we've talked about, uh, Jorge, like, I can't say his name. Um, Jorge Lanquenau. Use your word, spell it. Jorge Lanquenau. He was a banker that was, um, he was, he was, uh, he, he got caught in a, in a couple schemes, but I think he was laundering money for the, I don't know if it was the Sinaloa or the Tijuana cartel, but uh, he was some shady guy, and he he got caught in a big scandal. So he obviously he lost the team, and that's when FEMSA bought it. But but this guy, uh, Lincolnau, he he owned Dava Sport, which made your favorite jersey of all time, the nineteen ninety eight. World that Cup. Is, that is a great jersey. <laughs> I wonder who they got to design it. Minus coming out. Is that next season of Narcos Mexico? They got, the, they, got, they got the Aztecs to design that shirt. I mean, come on. 
you know, it, it was the guy that chiseled the calendar. <laughs> Actually, it was probably some poor, uh, some poor Olmec slave that had to had to, had to put putting that thing together. Um, yes, yeah, so he was the head of. So I remember Monterrey used to have Abba Sport as their uh, as their as their uniform. By the way, uh, Paraguay's uniform is outstanding. The, the little the little red stripes is is a really good look. Uh, I just wish they would have gone all the way over, you know, over the shoulder. It would have been much better. But uh, I guess you can't have it all. Chivas needs to go back to having the little stripes on. I don't. They have one shirt with with little stripes. It looks they like never, uh, they never wear. They were saying it looked like pajamas. Oh, you mean the one the one that the, <laughs> that they wear when it looks like that they're like the uh, the dental assistant. <laughs> it like, looks like the dental assistant smock. It has the red and blue, man. Uh, it's grown on me. It's grown on me. Do Do you like Hoyle as a, as a Chivas fan? The, the alternate jersey where they have their satanic goat head. The, the goat no. shirt. <laughs> yeah, the colors are all wrong. Uh, I would have liked it if the goat wasn't like taking up the whole shirt. Well, I mean, there's already one team that does it, so they're just copying Pumas. That's all. Pretty, doing. yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but I don't think it looks the it looks as clean as the Puma logo. So for, uh, for, so, for Chivas so, fans to, 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 you know, to bust them out over that shirt and then say that the Pumas jerseys are, are ugly, please. <laughs> please. No, no. I, I, yeah, but I think uh, I would have. You know what? And I haven't been able to find it, but during, and it was around that time, uh, 97 as well, I think, when Nike designed a jersey for Chivas and I think they only wore it for one season or half a season. I don't, I don't, I don't remember exactly what happened, but um, a, a friend of mine, I was visiting, I was visiting my cousin, and a friend of of his uh, came to visit him, and and his someone from his family worked in Nike Max, and he he had one of the jerseys, and it came with a sticker, and the sticker they they designed the goat. And it looked really good, man. I mean, this was too far back. I didn't have camera, phone, or phone, or anything. But that would have been, I, I you know, I've, I've lost countless hours trying to look for that. It's gotten to the point where I don't even know. Like, I just, maybe I just imagined it. You think it was just a, a Chivas fever dream? Yeah, it came. It, it was like a sticker thing, and it and it was like the logo. It was like it was like a gold logo, uh, similar to the one that they have in that jersey, but much better, just, just better designed. You know what I never never understood about Chivas USA? Why did they have? Because the symbol of uh, that's in the in the in the in the Guadalajara shirt. Yes. Is something that is, what is it like? A, like a bear shaking a, a tree, tree, and that's that's from the. Like that. That's yeah, from Spain. If you look at the Atlético de Madrid, they have one bear shaking the tree. Guadalajara has two. They have two bears. Teamwork. <laughs> so, my question is, well, why didn't they use a symbol that symbolized Los Angeles? Because they were in Los Angeles instead of one that symbolized... That's know, in LA. What were they? Were they two, two cholos shaking a tree. Well, not, not necessarily shaking a tree, <laughs> but there's got to be something that's... That, that's like, no. That's L.A. They, they, no, you're right. That that's where they messed up big time. Where they didn't, where where they dropped the ball. That they didn't know how to market the team properly. They felt it's just you know the name Chivas is gonna sell, so it's right. Chivas, and the fans are gonna like it regardless. And 
and they just didn't think about all the, you know, just just the overall makeup of of the city, which I think uh, LAFC has done. They they've been really good at that. Right. Well, I mean, it kind of reminds me of how Liga MX kind of treats not just not just MLS and and, and U.S. soccer, but just you know how they just the whole Spanish language marketing of stuff in this country. It's a well, it's in Spanish, so they're gonna like it. You, you know, and I thought because Chiwa's name at one point was Union, and I thought that would they could have used that name, right? And and um, it's a name that's you know spelled the same in in English and Spanish, and it it could be like, yeah, I mean, to try to do the whole Mexico thing in LA was just kind of absurd. It was just not going to work here. So if you could go with the whole Union thing, which it would also have tied with the Chivas thing because Chivas started, you know, the first when it was Union and there were players from, they were French students and, and there was like some Spaniards, some English guys and uh, the Mexicans that also worked at the factory uh, that everybody that owned. So it wouldn't have been any different except if you're in California, you know, it would have been Mexicans, Central Americans, gringos, everyone, uh, but I guess they just they just didn't put much thought into it. Just they just put the uniform. They'll That's right. they'll buy it. They'll exactly. buy it. Por el nombre Chivas USA y va a venir Donas because they won't know the difference. The fans won't know the difference if it's if it's if it's Chivas Guadalajara or Chivas USA. El uniforme es el mismo. ¿Cómo van a saber? Yeah, I think America figured it out because they had been offered a similar deal. And I think they were going to put a team either in... Like Houston, in, wasn't it? Yeah, Houston, and I think San Diego was the other proposed. But I think they studied the offer, and they they were they were a bit more smart about it as far as, like, what was needed to pull it off. Right. So Brizola came in, and I think uh, Gallito came in for, uh, for Edson Alvarez. Oh yeah, I thought Gallito was gonna get the start. He was in the, you know, in in the a lot of the training before had him as a starter. So a couple people were were pronosticando that he was gonna get the start. So if there's anything that people could maybe latch onto as a, as an opponent right now, of course I know this is the second team, but Mexico's having a really hard time dealing with the press, uh, try to come out. And it's good. You know, they've, they've, so that is, that is an area that I think uh, uh, that I can certainly uh, work on with the team. But I got to tell you, that was the one thing, honestly, in the 2014 World Cup that I loved more than anything else was watching that midfield work their way out of trouble. And Gallito, man, he was a master. <sighs> Just, it was, it was, it was such a terrible shame that we had to go from Gallito in the group stage, but then he had, to, he got a second yellow and he had to do it because Croatia was two steps away from launching like a four on one counter attack or whatever it was. So he had to, he had to foul the guy to get a second yellow. But, uh, we went from Gallito to Salcido. <laughs> to, to which, to which, I mean, at that point, I'm saying 
if you're going to do that, then you know, at least put Rafa in the middle and make you know put Salcido as as a, as a, as a central. If you're gonna if you're gonna if you have to bring him in, but you know, because I mean, at the very least, he's a little faster on Rafa. But anyway, that was uh, just a very uh, very unfortunate uh, turn of events there. You know, I'm I'm have to make. And I have to make a confession, Yon. Uh-oh. And I say, seeing Pizarro against Chile uh, in the previous match, because mm-hmm. I, I, you know, there was this whole debate before the World Cup how he should have gone instead of Gio. And I was very pro Gio just because of, of what he's done for the national team. But I, I could admit Pizarro would have been much, much better candidate. Well, I mean, that was... You know, I mean, it's it's hard to say. You know, because how they were playing. This was like a year ago. Yeah. So I mean, you know, Giovanni was still playing well for MLS. You know, and Pizarro was not playing well at all for Chivas. I mean, that was one of the reasons why they were struggling so bad was because he was he was slumping. So I don't necessarily. I mean, I think that now, yeah, I think that if you know, you know, Pizarro is definitely. Ooh. Ooh. Oui. I I know I I agree with that, but I feel that he's more hungry. You know. He's 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 like Mr. T in Rocky Three before right. the first match. He's he's hungry for that fight, and, and well, you Rocky's, know who is. You know, Rocky's you know who, doing who, those, not taking the training serious. Huh? Replace Mr. T is is Ivan 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 Drago's kid. <laughs> uh, they should have done a Mr. T thing. Uh, I would have preferred that instead of the Drago. Well, that's coming in, in Creed Three. Creed 3 is going to play P.A. Baraka's son? That's right. <laughs> I would pay to see that. And you know, I still gonna, haven't seen it. <laughs> it's going to be the opposite of Black Panther. It's going to be the guy, uh, it's going to be the Black Panther who plays Mr. T's son. What? It's going to be Black... The, Black, the Black Panther that plays Mr. T's son. Wait, I don't know if you're kidding or being serious now. Well, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm speculating. You know that. That's oh, why, you're speculating. That's why I would guess. Oh, I can't remember that actor's name. Was this, is that something Bozeman? I think. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't know either. <laughs> but I know that uh, the Creed is Michael B. Jordan. So it would be uh, who was the uh, the wasn't he wasn't he Johnny Blaze in that. In that failed Fantastic Four reboot, he was the Human Torch. <laughs> he, and Captain America was also the Human Torch. He was the Human Torch. You're right. <laughs> uh, that, it's getting rebooted again now that Disney owns it, but they rebooted it uh, in Marvel Comics just recently. They rebooted the series. It was one of the best series. Yeah, it was one of the first ones. Yeah. Because they actually uh, like they they they, they talked like humans, you know, and had problems. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's serious. I mean, they were no, no, it's true. Yeah, yeah. you know, they they bickered with each other more than anything else. You know, it's like, it's like Fantastic Four is like is, is like is like your parents. Yeah, well, they have the, their kids, and the kids are grown up now. Hey man, I just tweeted out: uh, Brizuela is better than. Uh... Better than Linus. <laughs> oh, that's... Coming, you're looking he's coming, for clicks, he, aren't you? He, he came in and is lighting stuff up, man. 
Linus had to take like a 14-hour flight, man. Linus has been in the in, in the U.S. for a week. Linus didn't have I mean, good, but he again, I think it was he was a little out of. Uh, uh, out of no, but there there is that jet lag, man. We can, you know. Oh, but come on, Hoy, the jet lag doesn't last a week. No, They've but been he there since last Monday. He's last a day. He's had to do commercials and whatnot. Well, he did have to do plenty of commercials. I'm sure of that. There's no doubt. Which is one of the reasons go, why he'll be going to the Copa Oro as opposed he to. He gotta go to the WS shoe store. <laughs> so again, so they actually had that question that we asked uh, last week on the on the Twitter, which which tournament should uh, should Linus play this summer? And uh, you know, again, to me, you know, the, who cares whether you win the Subainter? I mean, it does does it really matter whether you win Subainter or not? I mean, if you're if you're already a product that that's good enough to play at this level, then play at this level. Yeah, I agree. You know, I mean, I mean, I, I would much rather have Linus learn what he has to do with Concacaf at 19 than you know, you know, be sheltered with you know, whatever it is. I mean, just yeah, I mean, it just makes more sense. Then it was so the one of the guys was saying, well, you know, they, they need him on the Subenta because they're gonna, you know, they need him to win the tournament. No, why do you want to win the Subenta? Who cares? I mean, seriously, who cares? I mean, we've talked about this, well, you know, in the past. I mean, to, the Subenta to me is 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 a team of of guys that are, I mean, if they're eighteen, nineteen, twenty years old and they're playing in the Subenta, then that means they're not good enough to play. Because if you were good enough to play, you wouldn't be on the Subenta. Am I crazy to think that? No, no, I don't. I don't think so. But I, I do think in in a Gold Cup he won't be a starter. Good. Let him let him come off the bench. What a great guy to bring off the bench. No, it is. He is a great guy to bring off the bench. But I, I would like to see him lead a team, be the be the key he, figure. And but he and, already did that. He did it in Toulon and they made the final. I mean, what, what, what? I mean, how many how many more times does he need to do that? And that yeah, but a, Toulon that, is one thing. Under twenty. We don't have that. We, if we could get that, if we could get that trophy. Again, why do you care? Why do you care? Why do you makes care? makes our vitrina look shinier? It's it's missing, dude. It's like Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. So we we got under seventeen. We got confederaciones. You know, uh, we have a gold medal. So I mean, it's it's, it's missing that under twenty. Well, there's can, this gap right there. Why can't they win it without? Well, I mean, they probably could, but I mean, just having him there increases those chances. Yeah, but 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 again, I mean, he's 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 already. I'm not saying he's a finished product, but he's but he's already good enough to play. Yeah, but gold. but I mean, Gold Cup. I mean, come on, I, how much more difficult is playing with who is it, Guyana? The teams are just announced. Ooh, Paraguay just cut one back. A nice goal, it was a nice, nice pass. It was, yeah, it was and that's Gudinho in Porteria. Fuera Gudinho, Porteria, <laughs> Porteria. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> Ouch! No. Sorry, no, it's okay. Uh, there's you know, there's been talk that the other two goalies, uh, uh the one in Veracruz. 
uh, I forget his name, Juarez or something. And then Tonio Rodriguez with Lobos Buapta. They have been having much better tournament than than Godinho. That Oof, Layun just Yeah, that defense was well Layun was part of it, but the first was uh um Diego Reyes, man. Yeah, he he goes and, and he gets a header and then he doesn't go back to his position, he just watches. I mean it's sort of hard to do, but it was Diego Reyes that made uh, Nestor move off his position, which made Layun move, move off, and it just messed right. everything up. Diego Reyes uh, just never really panned out, which is really unfortunate because I thought he was another player who was very talented, but he just... He's a guy that was getting compared to Rafa. I always thought that was a bit ridiculous. I mean, at this point, you know, I'm sure he'd love to be compared to Massa. But I had a great career, man. <laughs> no, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, Matza has been, you know, been playing. Matza is the captain of Lobos Bop. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you see his career, I mean, if we see his career, what he achieved, uh, how many games he played, uh, championships he won. He's right up there, man. He's top 10 of the all-time Mexicans. People call him a tronco, but this guy, he played it all. He played Libertadores, Olympics, Oof. what was it, three World Cups. Uh, he won league titles at both Chivas and America, played Libertadores. I mean, this guy was all over the place. Uh, yeah, he won, did he win? When Did he win with PSV? Where, where yeah, was he? Won, he? he played in the Champions League. He, yeah. He, he, had a, he had a good, good thing with Stuttgart. No, Massas had a great career. He, he played in two World Cups. Went to three, played in two World Cups. Uh, he had a great uh, moment when they played Brazil, and and he uh, made up some goal saving tackle. I forget what it was, and then and the camera, on, on, on the replay, the camera on him on the replay, and he, you know, looks at what what he had just done, uh, and and he's like, oh man, puta madre, just because that was, it was like, just like an <laughs> onslaught. You know, they, they just Brazil just would not stop attacking the whole game. It, it was it was pretty funny. He was like. <sighs> Ooh, you know, just ridiculous. It, was, it, was, it cracked me up. No, and, and that match, he was, I think, uh, top three as for a passing percentage. Yeah, no, he, Massa had a really, really, really good World Cup in 2014, except for one play. Oh, geez. Oof, the one uh, everyone remembers. <laughs> oh, oh, he slapped him, dude. Oh, he slapped yes. the dude. UFC now, Chinkies went do the play-by-play. Layun, Layun with a little slap. <laughs> Layun with a slap, man. He's looking. He's looking like a. He's looking very prissy. <laughs> so two red cards then. Yeah, Layun will probably just get a yellow. Well, Layun's just defending his guy, man. He like, did this is a friendly. What are you? What are you doing tackling like that? Oh shit! That was oh, vicious. You can't do that. That was super vicious, and and this this even had there was a red deserved on the, on the foul that um, that Kone received earlier in the game when he just came on. He was viciously fouled as well. Now, see, he was just talking, and then that dude had to come in and start pushing. These guys are these guys are upset. Right. These guys these guys are upset They're because they were down three zero. Yeah, I could see Cheech trying to bring the peace. Yeah, Layuna's gonna get a red card for that. Man, that you can't, you can't, you can't do a tackle like that. Oh, that's the, 
Almiron. Well, our friend Daniel was asking if Wasn't Mex was going to self-destruct, but I, I think Paraguay answered that for him. They're self-destructing themselves. They were like, hold my beer. Isn't Almiron the guy that played for Atlanta United? Wasn't he? Wasn't he Tata's boy? Man, he must at be a, at Atlanta United. Oh, hey, you were right. Yellow, yellow for Layun. Uh, I think it would have. It should have been red, though. You put hands on him. No, nah, come on, Joel. He, what? <laughs> you can't just, slap he, someone. Oh, come on. He's just defending <laughs> his guy, and he was. And then on top of that, he was defending himself. Yeah, but you can't. You just can't. Who's number two for Max? I don't recognize him. Nestor. Oh. It's been so long since I've seen him. <laughs> he looks really tall. It's because he's in Spain. He he grew a few inches. So Almiron was the guy that uh, played for Atlanta United and then went to Newcastle. So oh, was, man. Yeah, he was the one that just got red carded. Wasn't he the, he, record, the record transfer deal? Yeah. Man, he, he could have broken uh, Gaito's leg there. I mean, that was... Do that. I think he did that to send a message to Daach. I have no idea what that is. It's just ridiculous. What's going on, Chiquis? Yes, what's going on, Chiquis? <laughs> no, I was just reading San Carilla. Se están peleando. <laughs> One of their tweets. I'm going to go back and check out this stuff. Wait. Yeah, it was, it was, it was. That Paraguayan player is dying now. What happened to him? I didn't, I didn't see anyone near him. Is he just tired? He needs some electrolytes. He's just trying to get a, he's trying to get a red card. He's trying to get some mercy on him. They hurt me too. I, I missed it. I did not see what happened. I, next thing I know, he's, he's rolling on the floor. Okay, here's the, here's the replay. Just the choking the rodillas. Oh no! It was it was all on him. It's just the choking the rodillas. It was no big deal. No, it was on. Yeah, it was on him. Yeah. Yeah, he needs. It was a knee clash. So, Ouch. so Joel, for the for the people that were that were on the fence with 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 Tata Martino, is this going to? Uh... I do think it's going on. Yes. To increase the love affair? Uh, yeah, I do think. Uh, so who yeah, does I think that, that, if, that if, 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 if this was, if, if the Chile game was Tata's first date with you and now this is the second date with you, what are you planning for your third date with Tata? No, you, I would I would put out you, by now. Are you, are you going to invite him? Are you, are you inviting him up for coffee tonight? Yes, I would. <laughs> would you like to come up and have a cup of coffee, Tata? Yeah. <laughs> I don't normally do this, but yeah, I would have. <laughs> I think he, he meets a lot of the requirements for the different fans. I know there's a big contingent that was always hopeful on Bielsa, and this guy's Bielsa light. He comes from the school of Bielsa. Bielsa's he was coached. Bielsa's crazy. I mean, I mean, you don't want to put. I mean, so do you really want to put your, you know, on, on you know, put your, you know, have have a have a four even an eight year process with crazy? No, yeah, no, no, but but I agree with you. I mean, I, I 
you know, seeing his track record and, and, and just the things that would trigger him. And then just seeing how, how FMF is, it was just a bad, you know, it was a bad matchup. Yeah. Uh, but, but uh, regardless, there was a lot of fans that would always ask for him. Every time there was news of a potential new coach, everyone was always, you know, promoting Bielsa. So I think this guy is, is similar, you know. He has some, some similar background. Well, his, uh, his adversary tonight, they, they were teammates with uh, Newell's old boys back in the early 90s. The uh, the Paraguay coach whose name is uh, eluding me at the moment. I'm pretty sure it's something Italian. You know, people always you know say, you know, why can't Mexico be like, you know, at the, you know, consistently be a top ten team, blah 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 blah. And I say, you know, the, you know, we always look at how many Argentine players there are that play the world over. You know, just in just in Liga MX alone. There's what sixty some Argentines, or probably more at this point. There's a bunch. However, it's not just the players. I mean, look at how many Argentine coaches there are just in the world of just in, in. I mean, well, again, you know, all over the world. Look at the guy making. I mean, how many of the coaches are Argentine? The Mexican national team coach is Argentine. There's Argentine coaches, you know, all over Europe, all over the Americas, and not just coaches, but like assistant coach. And and goalkeeper coach, you know, you could go down, you could go down the rank, and they have they're represented at all levels. Yeah, they are, and uh, you know, and, and 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 that to me is the, you know, if Mexico wants to be at that level of, you know. Uh, of a top 10 team. I'm not saying that they have to have, you know, Mexican coaches all over the world that have, you know, 2000 Mexican playing soccer all over the world, which, which again would be lovely, but you know, let's, let's be realistic. But I mean, it would be nice to have, you know, three or four Mexican coaches in Europe and have about 60 or 70 Mexican players in, in, uh, in Europe. And, you know, instead of Liga Mekis being so, you know, so dependent on form, not dependent, but just, uh, Where, where the preference is to have foreign players as opposed to Mexican players. If that wasn't the case, then I think Mexico would be a top 10 team. But there, there are dead guys all over the, all over the pitch. Oh, not Nestor again. <laughs> shout out, shout out to Brian Wachweski, Wachewicks. He got the, he got oh video. man, that was brutal. I'm sorry, Cheekies. Go on. He he, he, po- he posted the video of Lagoon of Lagoon slaps, so that was pretty entertaining. <laughs> he just got so he just got stomped. He yeah, man. He was already on the floor, and this guy just. By the way, uh, we haven't talked about it tonight, but the the, the black uniform with the white shorts is a, is a really good look. Which to me tells me that the, that they're gonna that's gonna be their main uniform with the gold cup and the alternate's gonna be the red shorts with the white shirt and the like what Tata's wearing right now. Oh. I, I like what Tata's yeah. wearing. That's my favorite. I need to get that jersey, that white one. Yeah, that is that is a nice jersey. Is oh wait, Nestor said he might. Hopefully, Nestor will be 
we'll be able to play again. Because that is just that's just sucks. You just need some of that magic spray mm-hmm. that they and always he, put on the sock. I think he's gonna be okay because <laughs> he wouldn't be able to move his foot like that if he was really, really injured, which is good. He put a little water on it. That might be. Yeah, he'll be all right. He okay. just needs. Oh yeah, let, let's see that again. Oh. Oof. Yeah, that, was, that wasn't too bad. It was just some just some studs. He'll probably have like some indentures in there. He just needs some some vapor rub and drink some Seven Up. And you'll be fine. Yeah. Actually, the, the the doctor just signaled he's going to be okay to the bench. So that's, I mean, really, I mean, that's, you know, he lost the World Cup because of that. Uh, and there's Cesar Montes. I, I've been waiting for this guy. I, I think he's, he's, uh, you know, he should be further along right now than I expected. But I, well, he got he got injured. Don't forget. He did get injured, but he's he's one of my yeah. big promises for me, right up there with um. With Salcedo. He needs to move to Chivas is what he needs to do. Yeah, well, he wasn't, yeah, he wanted to. He, he wanted to, uh, but that Chiva hype machine would certainly help. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, Monterrey has a hype machine, but I think what people in Monterrey forget is that the hype pretty much disappears outside of Monterrey. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Yeah. It's short lived. is a big city. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I mean that's just, you know, that's just the reality. You know, they have a couple of guys that transcend. With uh, with with Gignac being one of them, and of course, when Trubetta was, you know, he obviously transcended too. But yeah, Montes could uh, he could certainly do with a change of scenery. I think. I think it would, it would do him some good. And he's a gamer, man. I think. Yeah, I think that. See when the so so Chofis comes back, Joel is it, and and saves, already and saves him for the Liguilla here. Yes, and then then you bring Montes in yes. next season, and and then well, I think that you you can start. Uh, wait, wait, wait! Oh, oh, oh. Not not even for next season, but for the right before the season, uh, she was got invited to that Intercontinental Champions League. Are they going to play? Or, Inter, whatever it's called. So you're saying that Chofis will finally get to show his true worth? Yeah, he could. That's the big vitrina, but there's this big tournament that's going to be hosted in the U.S., and it's pretty much all European teams, Atletico de Madrid, Juventus, uh, I believe Manchester, United, a bunch of big teams like that. And then there's Chivas. (laughs) (laughs) There was this really... Yeah, there was this there was this really funny funny meme uh, with uh, what what was that TV show? I keep forgetting. Um, it has the dude from Breaking Bad, where he was the dad. Oh, Malcolm in the Middle. Malcolm in the Middle. What was the youngest kid? Um, uh, do you remember Dewey or whatever? He's dead. Yeah, Dewey, Dewey. So they did a where they where the family goes to take a picture. And Dewey's posing with the wrong family, and the mom's like, "Hey, get out of there! That's not your family." So they did a meme of that, where, where Chivas is Dewey, and he's taking the picture with, with all the the Euro teams. I just thought it was, <laughs> they they do seem out of place, uh, just because uh, they're not very strong right now, man. And that's just <laughs> fortunately, it's a summer tournament. So uh, those teams will take it light, 
But I do think having Montes in the back, that's already, you know, talking about hype machine, that's already <clears throat> the rest of the Liga MX fans are going to already talk about how he's wasting his career and he should be in Europe. <laughs> not saying, no, no, Montes, they're not saying it right now, but if he were to come to Chivas and then play that tournament, uh, the hate would pile on. Well, Montes just gave a gave up a very bad ball, but he, he redeemed himself. Maybe. There you go, Montes. Yeah. Hi, Montes. He's, he did it again. <laughs> yeah. I, was... <clears throat> I think, I think you know, Paraguay turned this into a rough house, and some of these Mexi players are like, you know, yeah, we didn't sign up for this. I don't blame him one bit. And <laughs> And I think, you know, Paraguay is trying to save face. Le están sacando las patadas. That's why, that's where you need some of these, like, like, you know, some of these players that are not that known. Just throw them in there to start hacking. Are you referring to the entire Paraguay national team? <laughs> no, they got a few good ones. I mean, for Max, like, because oh, like sometimes you, you take, you know, put in Chuck, I don't know if he's playing. No, no, Chaka's not. Oh, look, there's Scoponi, man. That Scoponi looks so old. Oh, here you go, Joel. Here you go. Here's a here's a Chiva coming on. Oh, that's right. Chiva, <laughs> Chiva por Chiva. Well, the, those two Chivas, uh, who's Cone? What's Cone? Because he's from Toluca. Was Cone? Will also come from Toluca? He did. Yeah, I mean. But, And uh, Victor Guzman. Yeah. There's uh, the other guy, the, the other Chihuahua. That exactly. guy was from Chihuahua's youth system. Guys, give me two seconds. Chiquis, are you there? Hablame Jesus. Yeah, here. What's up? Just reading the uh, commentaries. This thing is worth tres tortas. <laughs> <laughs> torta ahogada and. That's uh, a lot of tortas, man. That's a fill, uh, that'll fill you up. Torta cubana and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> tres tortas. <laughs> That's pretty cheap, though. I mean, maybe tres tortas and a, and a 12 pack. A 12 pack of modelos or something. <laughs> no, I, I think Trophies is going to have a chance to redeem himself now that he's back. If he plays good, if he helps Chivas into Liguilla, I think he would, he would, you know, he's just, he's looked so bad. So if he does that, because at one point he was even like, you know, being touted as future national team material, but he's, he's nowhere near that anymore. But I, I, I think he has a talent. He just hasn't been, he hasn't been consistent. Están las últimas. Supposedly he's, he's going to get transferred for next season. But I, I think this, this, this will show if, you know, he needs to earn a spot in the team. Yeah, and he's got to, he's got to get back into form. And hopefully there's no, uh, no side effects to his injury. 
when it comes back. Like tentativeness or whatnot. And there's only, there's very few games left for him to showcase this season. Six. I know, but Chivas is right now, they're like in 11th. So they're on the outside looking in. I mean, if he gets them back in, you know, you just need to qualify in eighth. So that's, that's, you know, just two more spots. Uh, but if he puts them in there, then yeah. Cause if not, it would be embarrassing. That would be the fourth straight season without Liguilla. That's. There's Cheech. I feel like Mexico's already like packed it in at this point. They're just gonna like try to run the clock. Yeah, well, they made the, the they made the two subs, so it's almost like okay, let's get some players yeah. off. I'm giving credit to Paraguay. It looks like they really want this man. They're at least trying to get one more. They they seem pretty hype. Mexico still pressuring, still pressuring a little bit. So, and that is a lot of what Mexico is doing. I will give credit to Tata. Like you said, they, uh, when Paraguay sees a, a black jersey, black Mexico jersey, they're trembling. las <laughs> patas. <laughs> so, uh, they are pressuring and, and, and playing good spacing on try to try to recover. So there are still some bad passes by Paraguay, but, uh, Mexico's doing a good job defensively. It's funny you uh, you mentioned that. I was after the uh... oh, you're uh, cutting out, John. Cool. Sorry about that. I'll move this thing over here. About that September uh, la rodillas quote when the when the Croatian uh, was it the uh, who was who was the guy's name? Was it Serna? No. No, Kovac, Kovac, the coach. And, uh, you know, I was, was like, you could, you couldn't have done Mexico more of a favor to, you know, to, to make them play with a chip on their shoulder. Like, thank you so much. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's when Mexico plays games like that, they play so much better when they think that they've been disrespected. And, uh, that's sure enough, that's what ended up happening. Yeah, so in like mental games, mental, uh, there needs to be, like, instead of, uh, instead of mental doctors, like, to help boost the self-esteem of the players, there need to be mental tacticians that, to try to play, play dark arts with other teams and, like, talk smack or say certain phrases in press conferences and things like that. <laughs> that should be, a part of the game. So this is uh, the last, uh, like this is the only time he's going to get to see everybody before the before the Gold Cup, correct? What, no more friendly schedule? Well, I mean, there's friendly schedule, but not before the roster's announced. I mean, the friendlies are going to be for the Gold Cup, you know, little tune-ups. Oh. In June, the June ones. And Gold Cup is when? 
Yeah, there's one in Atlanta, and there's one in uh, at AT and T again, which is like, man, why why do they keep playing there? That's where they the, their guys drop like flies. There's the goal. Oof. Yeah, to- told you Paraguay really wanted it. They intimidated us, man. We're getting punked by ten men. Paraguay, Paraguay, man. Covina's like, hey, man, what, what's going on? And Covina was part of it. Let's see. Yeah, look at that. Pat. Uh, well, that's too risky. That was a bad. Who was that? Twenty. No, that player took too long, man. He. That was the uh, the Americanista, Sanchez or whatever his name is. Oh, jeez, that still was yeah. too. That that was. Yeah, that that you know that uh, the, just the fact that he's Americanista, I think you know, right there should be enough <laughs> to. Uh... And Diego Reyes is looking like, dude, what on earth are you doing? You're, you're killing us. That pass, that's Gudinho shouldn't have passed that though. Well, he was surrounded. Sure. That guy's name is Darius. No, it was Darlis. <laughs> Darius. Because Darius. Darius would be Dario. Actually, my... Uh, Someone my just got knocked down. Is that Layun? Did they returned that slap on him. Yeah, Layun got slapped. I need to see this replay. That guy was laughing. <laughs> They're, both the laughing. They're both laughing. I, I need the replay, man. I think Uni kind of sucks with these. That's because the it's replay. not for sure. I think, uh, I think Layun took one in the... In the marbles? Others. Yeah. No, but you know, Layun passed the ball, but the, the Jorge Sanchez, whatever his name is, he took way too long. He took way too long. He, but he, yeah, he, uh, that, that was all on him, Cheeky. Sorry, you know, you want to, you want to trash the Chiva every, every chance you get, but. <laughs> but that, that yeah, was too much salt. He has, he has the salt <laughs> rifle ready. The assault, the assault rifle. Oh, uh, you can I can't see what happened to, uh, to Layun. Somebody crashed into him and they didn't show what the replay was. So. You know what happened? It was the the Corona extra button on the on the scoreboard blocked what happened. So blame blame Corona for not being able to see what happened there. Actually, don't blame Corona because we need we need our sponsors. Right? We need, so we we love Corona. We do need. We corona familiar is pretty good. We we love. Is 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 that your is that your beer? Joel, do you have a, do you have a summer beer that you, that that you enjoy? No, I don't. I don't really have. I like, I don't do seasonal. Just whatever's available. Come get whatever is available. Everything's available. Yeah, that's why you know, just whatever, whatever's whatever sounds special. <laughs> what is your? Uh... Well, you have to have a go-to. You like like the one you check on first. Ah, uh, no, actually, I don't. I don't have a. I don't. I don't drink that much like I used to. Okay, so when you did drink. When I did, oh man, it, you know, I I changed a few times. I used to like uh, Newcastle. Oh, I was a big Newcastle guy myself, yeah. Yeah, and then I got into Boddington. 
Um, and then uh, I would buy a lot of Stella. And then I would, I drank Negra Modelo a lot. Negra Modelo. Uh, Bohemia too. Bohemia. And what else would I get? Well, Chimay, but that's that's pretty expensive. So yeah. just every now and then. I only get that every other day. The other ones I get every day. But the Chimay <laughs> I have to buy every other day. <clears throat> no, Chimay is expensive. But I mean, you also get a lot of beer. I mean, there's a, there's a reason why it's expensive. Yeah. No, it's yeah, and it's 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 heavy alcohol content. Yeah, two Chimay's will definitely uh, put you on your ass. Yeah, it's like drinking four beers, uh, but yeah, it, it'll it's, and, it, and the taste, you know, because because you have like what is it, Eric and Bastard, or whatever. But to me, it doesn't. They don't get near near Chimay when it comes to taste. No. That's that's old school beer. I mean, that's like ale. I mean, you have the monks. It's yeah, actually okay. brewed. It it is actually brewed by monks. In Belgium, and their sister in monks. So some of those guys would take a vow. They take a vow of like, no, like they won't talk for the whole year. So you you have a monk doesn't talk, you Makes know, in in celibacy, you know. <laughs> that's the guy making your beer. That's to me. That's the closest you get, yeah, uh, to having Jesus turn water into wine. You have that, that monk over there just brewing beer all day. He has nothing to do. You can't talk to anybody. <laughs> so, so, so do you feel, Juana, that you have a, a connection with Chimay because a Belgian was the founder of... See, if I had my soundboard, I would, I would, I would hit the mic. Yes. <laughs> that is, you know, I never thought about it like that, but now that you mention it, yeah, that that helps. That definitely helps. So, 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 was I inferring correctly that you want Linus to play the the main team? I do, I do. Too many butchers at the Gold Cup. I bet he's gonna get fouled. He's gonna get fouled like there's no tomorrow. How many butchers do you think are gonna be? Oh, that's a nice header. I mean, it's, oh yes, see. See why uh, we like Tata? Tata's talents right now just resolve themselves. He, he doesn't I even really have to hope. try. He he doesn't have to switch from pens. He he doesn't have to take extra notes. He just, <laughs> just really go hope. at it. Go at it, I boys. Really, I really hope Luis Montes makes the Gold Cup team because I think he totally freaking deserves it, man. He's a great player, and he, oh. and, he has, and when he wears a Mexico shirt. It's, yeah, it's no World Cup, but he deserves his his yeah, his revenge. He totally deserves it. Uh, that was messed up that he got injured the way he did. Oh. There he is, Chapito. I was just, just you know, if he was going to make the World Cup, he was a man if he can get a one of his free kicks. And they have no idea Siete. that he can do what he can do. So now it's seven, seven, lucky seven, seven goals scored in two games. That was well, that's tough. the first time they've scored four goals you were, since, like, yeah. like 2013. You were talking about it, yes. 
And the only thing missing from this was that JCO was not on the on the bench of the other team. Oh, that's, a, that's a good point. I'm Cut Tammy, JCO, couldn't even wait to, to quit. He should have just waited. I'm to tweet that one, man. <laughs> There's only thing missing. Uh, but he he quit, man. He should have waited just, just two games and then, you know. So why, why do you... He, you know, he had he had too many problems with the press, and then there was there was a large part of the Paraguayan FA that just didn't want him there. He was a uh, he made some dumb comments, I think, also. Yeah, but he was getting attacked. I, I do feel it's a bit. Well, he was wanting know, the bounce. Yeah, he was wanting the bounce from there, man. He was wanting to go uh, to like springboard to some other to Colombia, well, right? Yeah, well, it started all twisted because there was, since the beginning, there was that rumor that he had a clausula uh, that if that if Colombia offered him the job, that, you know, he was free to take it. And, I mean, I, never, I don't think I ever heard him come out and say, hey, you know, this isn't true. So would would he consider Paraguay then a step up for Mexico, since he wanted to to go? No, Para, Paraguay was like his lump buster, like his rebound. He, he was just just using Paraguay to get Colombia jealous or something. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but yeah, now these guys are picking on the little dude and the guy that scored the goal. <laughs> oh. Who is shorter, Montes or or Linus? No, probably Linus. Ask ask me, Asga. Ask me. <laughs> he's he's the one that's got the ruler and stuff. <laughs> that's it, my my fellows. Let's let me see this last. Four goals, man. So seven goals scored, uh, and three allowed. Not bad. That still that still means a plus four differential. I'm liking this. Well, they, I mean, they're definitely dynamic. There's no, you know, it, it seems like, and, you know, call me crazy, but I, but I think Tata is letting the players have a little more freedom on the pitch. It's, it seems like they don't have to think about as much as they, as they, as they did. They're not playing as restricted. Yeah, that was that was the other thing because um, with JCO because he would change their positions and and some of these guys weren't used to or they had to get you know and then they had other tasks which was one reason that Pizarro never could never like he made those comments and then JCO pretty much erased them after that. Yeah, actually, you're right. I forgot about that. I was in San Antonio. We were there, Chiquis. In San Antonio, he says, "I have," he said, "I have, I have too many things to think about when I play," or something like that. And yeah, that yeah, was, that was that was all she wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Adios. He, 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 uh, when he said that, Osorio took out his red pen. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hasta pisar. Redmark. Hashtag AOV. There, man. Wow. Dude. All right, fellas. Jinkies has to go wash the dishes. Gotta go take care of some business. Business yeah. meetings. Yeah. Um, Conference call. No, it was fun, guys. It was uh, very enjoyable. Uh, thanks, Jinkies, for setting it up. Yeah, no problem. We have uh, a few more days until the rest of the league or the league get action. Gets back into uh, yeah, six more weeks of regular season point. play, and we'll uh, we'll talk league after that. And uh, you know, I don't think uh, Pumas will be in it. Chiquis so won't have to worry about it as much. But you know, the, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm I'm hoping you know as a as as a trophy chaser that I am to see trophies come back to Chivas and to save Chivas. Well, you do know you Chivas you do know that it will be against Pumas, John. Well, he can wait one week. <laughs> Okay, one more week. <laughs> yeah, he has he has six weeks to do this, so you know they can. You know. Yeah, because Pumas is up next. Uh, yeah, this next jornada is gonna be it's gonna have some really good games. Um, top of my head, it's I know it's Chivas Pumas. So so the the two teams that are trying to get back in the fight, uh, and then Ser America Tigres and Cruz Azul Monterrey, or so Panamas. Uh, a, a Regio Chilango cartoon crossover. Yeah. So if there will be some really good matchups going into Jornada 13. Greatest cartoon crossover of all time, Chiquis Go. <laughs> cartoon crossover? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, greatest cartoon crossover of all time. Greatest cartoon? Oh, when Batman came out on uh, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Damn that that is that is righteous. I I, I, I remember that. Yeah, oh, you like, remember you, that? You just blew me away. Oh, wow. He did, but he did come out. I was like, you, you didn't think you'll see them. And and there's a funny meme. There's a funny meme, and I'm have to look for it. Uh, it's like a little video where it's in Spanish, and Batman's inviting the the gang. Back to the bat cave for cookies and milk. <laughs> <laughs> and there's there's like an albur at the end. Uh, and it's, it's batileche or something. He says, galletas y batileche. <laughs> Sounds like uh, Batman had a lot of desclamadas down there. In the... <laughs> which... Well, which one was was your favorite yeah, cartoon yeah, crossover? You know, I was, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a classics guy, so I always liked it when 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 Bugs and Daffy would would go into each other's cartoons. Oh, but I, but they they were still part of like. Yeah, but uh, they didn't do it very often. But, uh, but that's you know, true. But, but you know, I mean, I was thinking like you know, some of the more famous, like you know, when the Jetsons were with the Flintstones. I, that was my second one I was yeah. going to mention. Yeah. You know, and then of course my my all time my all time favorite cartoon crossover is the uh, uh, well the Animal Olympics, which which was just incredible. Which one was that? The Animal Olympics. That was when they had all the 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 Hanna Barbera characters who were in teams, and they did like a Battle of the Network Stars style contests. Oh man! 
I, I need to see that. The one I remember was one of my favorite was um, when they would have those car races. I don't know if you remember, they, they would race cars. It was like a, like, like, I don't know if you saw the movie Cannonball Run. I love the movie Cannonball Run. Cannonball Run's one of my favorite movies. It was like that, but it was the cartoon guys. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 it, was thing. It, was, it was the Animal Olympics. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that, yeah that, that, that's what that was, yeah. Yeah, there's one was, but they would race cars all the time. And each, each car was like customized to the, to the cartoon you know, character. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, Chiki's big grass cartoon crossover of <laughs> I can't, I can't even think of any. <laughs> I don't even know. Chiki's doesn't watch cartoons. Was there any like G.I. Joe, uh, Transformers? Oh no, uh, didn't Mr. T show up on the Chipmunks? <laughs> oh dang. Mr. Mr. T, Mr. T showed up on Alvin and the Chipmunks. He could have. One too. That's a good one too. You know, yeah. Mr. T, the cartoon, because Mr. T was oh, a cartoon. Yeah. Right, I remember that. That's interesting. That's a good one, Cheekies. Yeah, and Mr. T was part of those crappy ones, though. There was <laughs> there was a string of crappy cartoons. So Mr. T was one of them. They had a Rambo cartoon. They had um. They had uh, wait, uh, Chuck Norris and the Ninja Squad or whatever, but there was a string of like short-lived, really bad cartoons, man. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. That, 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 I was actually very lucky because I was just at the age where I was like not caring so much about those anymore. So, that's why, so that was like that really put it over the top for me because they were like, oh, "These are." But I mean, even even in high school, and, and even in college, to be honest with you. On Saturday morning, if, if I was awake, if the if the the Bugs Bunny what Daffy Duck was like an hour and a half that it did forever, uh, came on, man, I would watch it. Man, that's, that stuff was funny. It's still funny. It's that stuff is great. It's uh, yeah, they wouldn't do those anymore. They're too violent. <laughs> and the Tex Avery cartoons, man, they're just they're just I just I love them. Man, they're just, they're so I got big. to see I got to see some of them. The Tex Avery with. Uh, are those the ones where they had a uh, droopy? Yeah. Uh, Chilly Willy, and he had the wolf. <laughs> Hi, man. <laughs> Alright, man. I gotta head out, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna oh, stop, the, stop yeah, the broadcast, and then you guys can continue the after party. <laughs> Thanks to everyone on the chat, and uh, we will be back soon on the Cantina Mix podcast. Thanks for joining in, and Congrats to Mexico for the win.